Welcome back to Rhymes with Decora, a podcast project of Inspired Media, telling you stories about communities you love by people you trust. I'm Benji Nichols, your host, and uh, I'm excited about today's show. Uh, this is the first time we've done this. It's going to be kind of a companion interview to an article that we're doing here for our summer issue in 2023. I have special guests with me today, Steve and Colin White from Mabe's Pizza in downtown Decorah. Steve and Colin, how are we doing? Good, good. Thanks for having us. Very well, thank you. Absolutely. It's so much fun to have you guys here. Uh, you know, I have to say, as uh, someone who grew up in Decorah, that Mabes, of course, had a huge part in my uh, childhood and growing up and uh, family life. Every Sunday night, I think, or as many as we could manage, was was Mabes' night. Uh, I'm pretty sure our number was burned into the wall somewhere down there, uh, 609 North Street, back in the day. Uh, so, you know, a lot of good memories there. And, of course, just family events, going to Mabes, being there over the years. It's just the the institution that has been in Decora. So yeah, amazing stuff. I want to back up uh, a little bit right away. Uh, the history of Mabes, I think, is so rich and interesting. Uh, of course, uh, so Mabel White, the uh, the namesake for, for the restaurant, uh, your grandma, right? Yes, that's my grandma. Um, 70 years ago, coincidentally, to this year, she started Mabes Pizza. Um, she started it up at a building up by where Dr. Galen is currently now in 1953. And believe it or not, Mabel was at the age of 49 at the time. I was reading the history earlier and I didn't know that. What a cool, I mean, I, I think about, I'm, I'm hitting 45 this year and I'm, I'm not sure I'm thinking about starting <laughs> yeah, any other business. Very impressive. <laughs> so so yeah. right by Luther College. Yeah, right, right by on Luther the, College. Right on the doorstep there. And um, she started out as a cafe, small cafe, and then how pizza came about, she, um, some Chicago people from Luther College came in that were from Chicago, introduced her to pizza and would like her to try it out. And she tried it out and it was a hit and has made pizza. Yeah, absolutely. So 1953 was when she opened the, the lunchroom more or less, it's called, right? Uh, and Colin, I know there was another little interview I saw where you ex you essentially kind of explained it too as sort of a, a, a coffee and donut joint, right? Yeah, it was just open as Mabel's lunchroom and the original first uh, menu was just coffee and donuts. Love that. Until our Luther students came in. Absolutely. Uh, 1968 was when she kind of took on the moniker of Mabes. Was that right? Mabes Pizza? Yeah, yeah, I think she changed it from Mabes Lunchroom to Mabes Pizza. I love that. Um, in 1962, if I recall, she moved down to across from the museum. Yes, so right on Water Street. Right on Water Street, um, where the currently the O'Neill uh professional building is. Yes, yep. Um, she opened it up there in 1962. And it was a nice big place, and we were there for fifteen years. How much of a fifteen years? How yes. much of that do you remember from when you were young? Well, I, well, I was. Um, I'm sixty four now, and yeah. so yeah. I remember that building quite well. Sure, that was all I part of your to college, and I was yeah. we were still in that building. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I love it. It's fun, fun to talk about. And then eventually, was it around uh, seventy eight that the current location? Right? Yeah, um, the the reason we changed locations was we had a fire. We were remodeling the grill down in the old place down on Eastwater, yep. Westwater. Yep. Sorry, yep. And they it just caught on fire. 
using they were using Marlite glue to remodel the kitchen. Oh wow! Putting paneling up, and the fumes from that caught yeah on fire, and it destroyed the building completely. Yeah, and that was December thirty first, nineteen seventy six. Wow! Yeah, and then what my mother and father did. There was um, a pizza place in the hotel, Winnishi currently is. It's called Grove's Pizza. They went and bought them out, and Mabe's opened up there So in February. So we were only closed a month and a half, two months. Wow, that's a part of the story I didn't realize. That's yep. a great, great part of the story. And then I mean, not a great part of this. It's a terrible part of the story. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, good, it's good history. Then mean, <laughs> meanwhile, they sought out a piece of property in downtown decor we're currently at. It, at the time, it was just a double front green space park. Wow. And so they bought that. I don't know who they, I do not remember who they bought that from. But Mm -hmm. in February of 1978 is where we opened up there and we're currently still there. That's amazing. And of course, we're talking about your dad, Don, uh, and his wife, Mamie, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah, my um, grandmother would be the first generation. Yeah. And my mom and dad would be the second, and I'm the third, and we're working on the fourth with Colin here. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. As someone who came through a multi-generational family business that uh, did not make the third generation jump, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have a lot of respect for uh, those uh, businesses that figured out along the way. And of course, what you add to a downtown Main Street, uh, especially a rural town, you know, and any rural business, uh, it's a a lot. You guys are a huge part of the community, so it's it's fun to get the history. I think it's interesting. And of course, uh, uh, Steve, you and your wife, Connie, have been at the helm since about, what, 99? Is that right? And that's correct. We've owned it all. We bought it from my mother and father in 99, about 40 years ago. No, no. When I was 40. Yeah. So there you go. I was 40. Yeah. So it been about 24 years ago. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. Well, it's an amazing thing. One of the one of the figures I read along the line, you guys correct me on this, but like on an annual basis, I mean, you're talking maybe like 100,000 pies. Is that is that rough? <laughs> you're north of just north of that. Okay. You can you can safely say 115,000. Wow. A year. That's a lot of pizza. <laughs> And I've I've seen your kitchen many many a time, and it's not that big. <laughs> Efficiency, right? Yes, correct. It's controlled chaos. Absolutely. You know the the feature we're doing for the magazine on you guys is a little bit. Uh, it's a little bit different. We call it some of your business, but for you guys, it's a little bit different, just because it's an established business. You've been at it for different. It's intergenerational, so some of the questions we ask are a little bit different. But when I think about your business, um, you know some of the challenges or the leaps you've had to take, not only of course in physical space, but then just over over the years with, um, you know, kind of when socially people were going out. I know Maves uh, at a certain point had a very steady late night crowd, right? Uh, yes, and by late did. night, I mean much later than you're open <laughs> these days. Yeah, back in the um, 60s and 70s, we're open until 2 a.m. Yeah. on the weekends. Um, Decor was more of a destination challenge for the area for like modern modern ballroom yeah. came out of the past wow and they had dances every weekend and people would come in after those yeah absolutely and the reason i only bring that up is also then you think about employees over the years or staffing uh and of course those challenges i'm sure have always been there uh and today more than ever i would imagine <laughs> but uh any thoughts on that over the years as, as employees have changed or employee like finding employees or just like i also know that over the years maves has very much had well, if you've worked there, you've been part of the family. Yes. I mean, and there's, you know, high school friends who worked there over the years, whatever, who still joke about just coming back to decor and working at Maves. 
was it was a great part of their life, you know. Yes, um, employees. We, we rely on Luther and Decorah High School a bunch for our employees. Um, we have had issues with employees lately, mainly because of the pandemic when yeah. that hit. Yep. Um, the employees that we had did a fantastic job for us, but. Um, we still need more employees. Yeah. What do you, where are you guys at these days for a number of employees? Do you think on a regular week, how many employees do you have roughly? Uh, we, we roughly have about 55 employees. Yeah. Is that, and where do you think you, if you had your ideal number, where do you think you'd be? Pre COVID we're about 75. Wow. Yeah. 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 And I think that's a really common story across the board. I mean, just finding employees right now is a very different uh, game (laughs) than it was a year or two ago, for sure. Um, Along those same lines, something you could, either of you could jump in on. I know that, uh, you know, pizza is a really specific thing and you guys have a very specific pizza and it draws people back again and again because it's great. I also happen to work at one of our local breweries. uh, But to me, you know, the magic, the magic weekend afternoon or whatever is grabbing a Mabes and hitting uh, or grabbing beers from one of our breweries and enjoying that combination. Uh, ingredients are what really bring that home again and again, right? Um, tell us about your ingredients. Tell us about how, what what sets Mabes apart, right? Any uh, thoughts? On starting that? with the dough, yeah. um, we, we make it fresh uh, daily and we've had a very loyal customer or a very loyal employee uh, who's been working there for 40 two plus years wow uh tom clements jr yeah he has been the the mastermind behind perfecting <laughs> that dough um we that's amazing yeah and, we and on a daily basis i know timing that out uh or figuring out your numbers that's a real game that's uh yeah it's a lot it's just five simple ingredients for the dough is water flour salt sugar yeast yeah but that man can create some magic there <laughs> with his timing, and he knows how to make this some dough. I love that. And, of course, uh, you know, cheese, sauce, you know, meats. You guys have had your special meat blends you've used for years, uh, different types of pizzas, all those things. But those are the things that really uh, they, they give you your own flavor, right? Yeah, yeah. So everything we do, not everything, but most of the stuff is our sauce. We make our own. Um, our meats, our sausage, our hamburger I'm talking about is... It's our own recipe that a distributor blends for us, and then we buy from them. All our vegetables are fresh. Um, so it's as fresh of a pizza as you can get. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that, and it's, uh, it's a really cool thing. And also, I mean, I know your kitchen, I, I don't, we don't have to go te- too far technically, although I have a love for baking and, and ovens, and I've done some commercial baking here and there over the years, and I know that uh, you guys have some very specialized ovens too, right? But to crank out the number of pizzas you're doing uh, is a pretty amazing thing, right? Uh, any thoughts on that or how it's changed over the years? Well, you can start with the original oven. Well, the original oven was back down here on West Waterwood. We had the Blodgett ovens, the deck ovens. Sure, yep. And then we rotate. We went to, uh, do we have Rotaflex now? Or? We currently have Rotaflex. Okay. Yeah, so kind of like a yeah, circular. It's a ro- we had a rotating oven before, but now our current oven is a Rotaflex, which will fit 24 16-inch pizzas at a time. Yeah, and talk so, about a juggling act. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, most weekend nights we have a waiting line of pizzas waiting to go into the oven. Yeah. When yep. <laughs> there's space. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, those things are really, it's really cool. And of course, over the years, you guys have had your, your time and, and you, you figure out your systems, right? And you, you get those down and stick with them as long as you can and yes, keep, keep getting creative, right? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I could also bring up one other thing, and that is sort of like just with hospitality in general. I mean, you guys have been there and you've been at it for 70 years. That is a very long time for any business to exist, uh, especially a restaurant. Clearly, when people show up at Mabes, they feel welcome. Uh, it's somewhere that they have, if they haven't been before, it's a new experience. But I think people, I, the big draw is like people come back again and again. And it is a, often an intergenerational experience for people too, whether it's, if it's an event or not, or just something their family does once a month, once a week, whatever, whatever that is, right? But any thoughts on hospitality or where that comes from? Steve, was, did, you, did you come out of high school thinking this was where you were headed? Did your dad kind of say, this is, <laughs> this is what's up? Or what, was, what were you thinking? You yeah, know? of course, in high school, I did work there. Yeah. And then I went to University of Northern Iowa. And I knew at that point that I wanted to be in the food business. And so I went down to Cedar Falls and I got involved in some managing of some restaurants down there Yeah, to see how I'd like it and so forth. And then when I graduated in 81 from UNI, I came back here yep. and started working here full time. So, yes, I always knew that I wanted to be in the restaurant business. Yeah. Colin, I do not, and I'll let him just, <laughs> just let you know. I mean, pretty similar story. You worked through high school there. Yeah. Uh, went to college at Iowa Central. Uh, knew that I wanted to be in the business. I got a degree in hospitality restaurant management. Um, over there, you had a student-run restaurant and golf course. Yeah, that They right. could uh, utilize for both a uh, turf grass management and then your hospitality restaurant management. Uh, after the first year... They voted me as the manager for our second year students, uh, graduated in 2013, came back and have been working uh, here at Mabes ever since. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. And so it really is a, it's a path. It's really cool to see too. And, and to see those generational jumps happen. I know it's not always the easiest thing to pull off. Uh, but I know that people love seeing it happen as well. And, you know, those are the things that keep people coming back and creating those relationships over the years, right? Again and again and again. Um, okay. I'm going to take a real quick break here because that's how the show works. And then we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little more about Mabes pizza. Steve and Colin White are my guests today from Mabes pizza, 70 years old here in 2023 fourth generation family business on downtown uh, Water Street, downtown Decorah. So we are going to be uh, right back here. Rhymes with Decorah. Hi, this is Aaron Henning Nichols, founder and editor in chief of Inspired Magazine. Rhymes with Decor is brought to you by Inspired Media, bringing you positive news since 2007. Find us on stands across the Driftless, or check out our new website, or become a member at iloveinspired.com. Creating stories about communities you love by people you trust. Thanks for being inspired. And the voice of Aaron Henny Nichols, my partner in life and business, iloveinspired.com is where you can check it all out. Our quarterly publication, lots of good stuff out across the region and here in Decorah. But my guests today, Steve and Colin White from Mabe's Pizza in downtown Decorah. Uh, I'm excited to have you guys here. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know that it is a time of year. Oh, when isn't it a, t- a busy time of year at Mabe's, right? I mean, is there a time of year where you're actually less busy? Um, <laughs> just maybe like... 
First week of June and first week of January, and that's it. <laughs> right? <laughs> Otherwise, we're very busy, yes. I love it. Uh, worth mentioning, you know, there are a lot of businesses that run differently. You know, uh, if you have a, a shop, you you run a 9 to 5 or 10 to 6 schedule or something. If you run a, a, a commercial business, maybe you have fairly regular hours. Uh, the, the hours of running ho- any type of hospitality business, especially a restaurant, um, you might have posted hours, but they don't really mean anything in terms of your workload, right? I mean, they do, obviously, but there's really never an end, is there? No, there isn't. I'm, since the pandemic, we have changed our hours where we're only open like 80 hours a week now. Only? But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, only 80 <laughs> hours a week. But, um, you know, our posted hours, we open up at 11 a.m., but Colin and I are both in there probably by 7, 8 o'clock every morning. Yeah, yeah. And doing the prep work and the behind the scenes stuff like that. So Absolutely. Hospitality is a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were talking about nights earlier. What, what's your guys' usual shutoff for kitchen these days? Currently, it is 9 o'clock during the weekdays yeah. and 10 o'clock weekends. Yeah. Yep. No, no. And then those are a lot of hours to cover. I mean, still, it's an amazing yes. thing. And then, of course, having the staff to cover those hours and uh, keep people happy and all that, all that good stuff, right? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. Uh, I was talking with someone else the other day, too. And, you know, the things uh, you may have had a better idea coming into a family business. You got to kind of see it as you were growing up. But the things starting out a business, you know, just all the other stuff you don't realize you're going to have to do. There's the, the actual business you want to run. There's the things you want to be doing, the interacting with people making sure your orders are working right, your kitchen's working right. But then there's everything else, right? Sitting behind the computer, uh, doing the book work, uh, or or making sure the book work is getting done, right? Correct. (laughs) And and all the other paperwork that goes along with it. Uh, Any thoughts on how you've managed that over the years or or how you look at that or differences, things like that? Well, um, the nice thing for us is uh, my mother has been helping with the book work, um, as far as payroll, taxes, accounting. Yeah. Uh, so that's been nice to have in-house. That's huge. Um, yeah. Willing to answer the phone anytime you mm-hmm. call. Yes. Uh, any questions. Um, also switching to a more modern P- POS. Yeah, uh, that's Has huge, made right? a huge difference. Um, February 2019, just for COVID hit, we switched to our new POS system called Toast. Yes. Uh, it's a cloud-based system. You can adjust anything from anywhere. Um, so that's been uh, nice to to have for reporting, to change items in our menu, to look at live yeah. uh, sales and projections. You bet. That's really fun, too, because I, I actually use the Toast app, and I know that you guys were real on the forefront of that for around here. Uh, Magpie was maybe the other one that I use occasionally, and it's really handy. I still, I'm funny, because living in a small town, I still, uh, you know, like, banking's got easier. You don't always have to go into the bank, different things like that, but, like, I still like to. <laughs> I still like to go to the grocery store and see who I run into or walk into the bank and see who's there uh, or, or the pizza joint, you know, any of those things, but technology is an amazing tool, uh, and, of course, I'm sure from an in-house perspective, it can really help uh, keep things organized, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Uh, and, and amazing things to think about along the way, right? Um, so some of the other things we've talked about over time, uh, and with the uh, some of your business article that we usually do are sort of like, if there were mentors or role models that either of you have had over time, uh, obviously being in a family business, um, a lot of things are uh, handed down or brought down to you, <laughs> as it may be. Uh, were there other outside people that either of you found over the years or looked at or just had a real uh, influence on kind of how you thought about things? 
or not, it's okay. Well, but. I would say the number one thing right there, we wouldn't be where we are today without Grandma Mabel at the age of 49 yeah. starting out what she did. I mean, yeah. and that's, like we mentioned earlier, that's very impressive at that age yeah. to start what she did. It's, I mean, not to use a word we use a lot, but it's really inspiring. I, I literally, not before today, realized that she was 49 when she started the business. Is there a story behind that? I mean, did she have previous experience in sort of restaurant stuff or something? Or was it just... Uh, I, I know she liked to cook, and I think just um, encouragement from friends. Yeah. That yeah. got her going and doing it. Well, and of course, that would have been a very different uh, time yes. uh, in Decorah and at Luther. Uh, you know, the world worked a little bit differently. And of course, I'm sure having someone who is uh, maybe a little bit of a mom figure or kind of can provide some of those things, you know, I'm sure that was a, a hit, you know, it makes makes sense. And she had four big boys, and so she had to constantly <laughs> cook for them. And so <laughs> had, to, had to do it anyway, right? I love that. Colin, anybody else come to mind for you? Or is that, is that a good one? I mean, besides, besides, uh, great grandma Mabel for me, I mean, obviously I look up to my dad yeah. and, and see what, what needs to be done to successfully, uh, pass from third generation, fourth generation, uh, the amount of work that needs to be put in. Yeah. Um, just not only at the store, but outside, um, you always get to take, take work home with you. Yeah. Um, you could be out of town on on a trip, and you're you're still going to have uh, orders to put in. You're still going to have business to <laughs> conduct, right? And and that's that's the stuff. You just gotta. It comes with the responsibilities of being your own boss, being an owner. Yes, and you you just deal with it. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. I know a lot of times in these interviews, it's sort of a one-on-one and with people who are starting up a business. So we always kind of ask what like the best thing, worst thing is about being your own boss. You guys are a little different situation, but any thoughts about the best thing or the worst part of being your own, some of your own boss, right? Well, you touched about on it a little bit. You're always on, always on the job. Yeah. Um, you have to rely on your employees and we do have great employees. We've had some employees that have been with us a long time and it's fun being your own boss if you have the employees yeah that you can rely on which we do yeah that's spectacular i love i love that uh another one we always bring up is just sort of and you touched on it colin but like that that somehow trying to find a line of a little bit of a, a live a life and a work balance right and like you mentioned there's really you don't ever really get to shut it off but any thoughts on uh, how you find a little bit of a, a live work balance amongst uh, amongst running a restaurant 80 hours plus a week <laughs> uh good support yeah um my wife jenny and i we just had a daughter mabel so it's it's yeah. added Congrats, by the way. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's added a little more hectic life schedule, uh, but being able to come home and and having her there, having them both there to come home to, you're 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 still excited. You you love your family. Yeah. Um, then being able to just go back and forth. Hey, if Mabes calls, it's 10 p.m. We're getting ready for bed. Right. They have an issue there at Mabes. Sorry, I got to go deal with this. She's supportive of it. I mean, it helps out a lot. Yeah. Being, having to get up early next day, 7.30, 8 a.m., go in. Hey, maybe she she wanted to sleep in. Yeah. it's it's She's still very supportive of it. Yeah. 
That's a, that's a huge part of it. You know, I remember spending a lot of Sunday afternoons of my childhood with uh, my dad or my dad and my uncle or my brother, whoever run around the, uh, the chicken plant, uh, generally trying to either get an ice machine going or get it unfrozen or get something else broke, unbroken and uh, ready for the week. Uh, so I remember a lot of those days of just, uh, you know, it, it, it definitely takes up, uh, it blurs a lot of lines in the, in the family dimension. I know that for sure, uh, but I love it. Uh, the one other thing I'll bring up uh, that's kind of fun along the way um, I'm doing a small series of shows right now too, with kind of retail business owners on water street and, and hopefully other places in the region, but small, you know, not small business, but you know, independent businesses in rural America, we're in rural Iowa here, you know, decor is a great town, but we are definitely still a rural part of the world <laughs> of the country. Uh, relationships are huge. Mabes has supported so many things in our community over the years. Any thoughts on that from a business perspective from either of you guys? I mean, it is incredible to see the support that Mabes has given over the years from, you know, uh, take, you take park rec to, uh, nonprofit agencies to you, you know, anything else, but any thoughts on that from either of you? You know, we do want to be involved in the community and we want to help the community any way we can, whether it be a, through a park rec program or through sunflower daycare center and helping them out. I mean, we do get a lot of requests to help yeah. people out with, um, raffles or, um, benefits or whatever, and we do the best we can to yeah. pr- um, support those and donate to those. And well, I know you guys do an amazing job, and it is appreciated. I mean, you, you, I, at least Aaron and I always recognize those things, and you know, businesses who are committed to their community. And, and Colin, I'll bring one up, even though I don't know if you, you may or may not, but you're also a volunteer firefighter. Uh, how many years have you been on the department? Uh, been on the department since 20... 20- 16. Yeah, I was, it was more than I was thinking. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I also know from uh, family experience that that is not a small commitment either. <laughs> uh, no, that's, that has thrown some, some wrenches into it. Um, but it's nice having, uh, being a boss and then having your boss with you at Maves if there is a, a call of any kind. Yeah. Just... Well, and it's also, you know, that's another world that I grew up in. My dad was what I call a, a career volunteer firefighter, uh, but he was in it for many decades. And uh, as a kid, that that meant riding along wherever I had to, uh, or also that he was leaving from wherever we were on a very quick basis uh, uh, sometimes. Uh, and over the years back then, there's all all sorts of other stuff. But, you know, it's fun to think about it. It's, a, it's also a really great community of people. Uh, and I know growing up there and getting to run around at the firehouse and stuff, it was really a, a fun world to grow up into. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thanks for that, but it's uh, it's also worth noting, and that's uh, life in a small town too, right? You're kind yes. of involved in lots of things. Um, Steve, too, I know one other thing that that uh, uh, a few maybe uh, hardcore Mabes fans would remember, or Decora folks, you've been involved uh, for many, many years. You were involved in volleyball leagues, right? Oh, yeah. That, that was kind of almost a, a, a part of the deal there for a while, right? I mean, Mabes and volleyball were synonymous. Yeah, we, uh, my wife and I played park and rec volleyball here in Decorah, mm-hmm. and we started a volleyball tournament that we had. I, I bet you we had it 30 plus years in Decorah, and it got really big where we would, <laughs> if we, I think when it ended, we close to 60 co ed teams would come wow. in February. And it would boost the town economy, yeah, a lot. And every year, great time of year to do yeah. it too, boy. If you need a if you need an activity, February is the is the month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we had participants from you know multi states in the area that would come and they'd look forward to this tournament, and it was a lot of fun running it. 
I love it. I love it. Uh, you know, and there are things like that over the years in a small town that really do make things move along. I know one of the other relationships that I have watched you guys create and sort of partner in, uh, you know, beer economy is a thing here. Uh, the beer tourism economy in Decor is something that has brought a lot of people to town. You guys are very adjacent to that in a lot of ways. Uh, but you guys have also developed some really cool relationships over the years with Toppling Goliath, I think, and, you know, other folks around town. And it's been cool to watch that happen. Any thoughts on that in terms of seeing, you know, just the, the tourism that has uh, been centered around the beer economy and some of those things? I mean, you, you have uh, Toppling Goliath here in town and Pulpit, and then you also got Pivo just south of town in Kilmer. Um, We've got convergence, convergence in town now, which which bring in a lot of people. Um, it's great for for any any weekend, any beer release. Um, they're helping out the economy, and I think it goes uh, well together. Beer and pizza. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> I've working behind the bar at Pulp, but it's always hard because somebody rolls in and then they order a Mabes, and the Mabes shows up, and you're behind the bar about five hours into a shift, and you're kind of like. That looks yeah. good. Can I get a piece? <laughs> no, not really. I love it. Uh, okay, a couple of quick silly questions on the way out because that's usually what we do on the podcast. For either of you separately or together, dogs, cats, or fish, or none because you work 100 hours a week and you can't have pets? <laughs> uh, we have two cats that All right. I had no choice of saying that we got them, but 100% uh, take care of them. Nice. I understand how this works. And my wife grew up on a farm, so once she moved out to farm, she didn't want to have anything to do with pets after that. <laughs> also understand that. <laughs> my daughter currently wants pet ducks, and I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I grew up with enough two-legged birds. I'm, I'm, I'm good for a while. I love that. And uh, on the rare day that one of you or both of you managed to catch, let's say, uh, a Saturday or Sunday where you are not tied into work, what's the perfect day around Decorah for you guys? Either one or both of you? Well, it depends on the time of year, but since we're approaching summer, I would say both of us would either like to golf or be on the Mississippi River. Yeah, love that. It's a good thing. Colin, you in agreement? Yeah, absolutely, as well <laughs> as being on the trails around Decor, whether it be walking or biking. Yeah, absolutely. That's a big one for me, too, for sure, and those are amazing assets for us here. Uh, I had a guest the other day that just uh, it said they were at an event and kind of had looked out at the crowd and uh had saw so many people and businesses uh, that are intergenerational that are kind of coming on to that next generation and just feeling lucky about how, you know, downtown decor feels looks right now is pretty strong. And so I will definitely say you guys are at the heart of that uh, 70 years in uh, Mabe's pizza 2023 here. And so uh, thanks for all you do and all you continue to do and, uh, and bring to downtown decor. It's huge. Thank you. Yeah, cool. Well, I appreciate you guys being here. Steve and Colin White from Mabe's Pizza in downtown Decorah. This is Rhymes with Decorah, a companion podcast to Inspired Magazine. This is also uh, a print article in our summer issue. Uh, The sum of your business is on Mabe's Pizza and their 70th anniversary. So check it out if you haven't. And uh, tune in again for another show. We'll catch you right here. It's Rhymes with Decorah. Thanks for being here, guys. Have a great day. Thank you. This is a companion podcast project of Inspired Media. Find us online at iloveinspired.com. You can find the podcast at decora.fun and all sorts of other fun stuff. Check it out. If you enjoyed the music on this show, it is the work of Mr. Nick Zielinski. Nick is a drummer. He's a decoran. You can find him on Instagram at indicative of drumming. Thanks for being here. We will see you next time.
Rhymes with the Cora is a project of Inspired Media. Find us online at iloveinspired.com.